What's going on, my kings and my queens? Have you ever felt like you just didn't understand somebody? Where you just really felt like they just didn't understand you? Like everything you say bounces back. And they take something different through the wavelength. I might be the only person out here like that. I'm not sure. But if I'm not and I'm talking to you, then maybe you want to listen for a bit. So, you know how I tell you guys, you just got to keep it real. Just got to be open and honest. Sometimes it doesn't get you far. In people's eyes. Or it doesn't get you far in the natural eye. Or in the world view. Or in your job. Or in your marriage. Or with your kids. Or uh, with a group of friends on a basketball game. You know, sports. Whatever. But I'm starting to understand that even when you tell the truth and keep it real and you're honest, people still don't want to hear the truth. The truth can hurt. The truth can be a setback for some people. The truth can be a trigger for some people. The truth can be all negative things for some people. But the truth can be so liberating, so validating, so freeing that you just need the truth all the time and, and the truth does more to you than a lie could ever do. And so it's hard because when you as a person know where God has brought you from, where you were, what your prayers were, what he was dealing with you on, what deposits he 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 put into your spirit what dreams he has given you what gifts he has given you what ideas he has given you what breakthroughs he has brought into your life what chains he has broken what um peace he has given what joy he has gave what comfort what strength what forgiveness what long suffering and all of those things what love what kind what patience he has given you you know all of those things because you have that relationship with him. See, people will always base your relationship of God off what they see. And even though I say to myself, 
Okay, you probably do see me acting like that, but you don't know my heart. God knows my heart. You don't know um, what I'm praying to the Lord about, but it's fine. No, I'm starting to believe that it's not fine because you shouldn't have to pump and prime a non-believer to make them believe or to make them notice that you're a believer. It should just be your lifestyle. People should just pass you and feel a difference. That's what I truly believe. If if we're truly the Christians that we we are supposed to be, no, we are we are far from perfect, and we are gonna have blemishes and stains. But in God's eyes, we are righteous because He died for us. And if we took that gift and received that gift, and and, and, and taking it with us every day, then God says you are forgiven. God says you are redeemed. God does say those things. But that doesn't give us the right to just keep going out here and acting like hooligans. That doesn't give you the right to just, I guess, in my shoes, keep making an excuse about not walking in my deliverance to homosexuality. Now, see, my, 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 my. I have to just be open and honest because if if I'm going to talk to you about something, then I have to give you the whole picture or at least the part where you, you understand where this message is coming from. And it's just really all about being real and open and honest. Now, I lived in a, the homosexual lifestyle, I I would say, all of my life. It wasn't until I was in the fifth grade that I started to only express it or express what I was feeling as the way that I look at a girl in my class is the way that Jay-Z looks at Beyonce. That is how the only way I knew how to describe it in the fifth grade. Now that we know it's homosexuality and, and lesbianism, which lesbianism is not in the Bible. That's like a word that was made up. Homosexual is because, right, it's two. And we have used the word gay in not the right way because it means happy. And so, nowadays, if you call a person gay, then that means they're dealing with the same sex. Whereas, if you call a straight man or a straight woman gay, and if and in today's age, they say, you know, I'm not. Well, is you happy? Yeah. Well, then you're gay. Super gay. And the word was created in a perverse way, I believe, right. Because sin entered the world. And so, that perverse way of thinking oh dude gay yeah let's let's be real about it anyways i'm getting off topic let's bring it back so because i know where the lord has brought me from and i've dealt with this lifestyle for for many years and currently i'm dealing with a woman and so to the outside, one would say, oh, you're a hypocrite because you talk about this and you believe in Jesus and 
you go to church and you play your gospel songs and you pray and you praise dance and you talk to the Lord and you hear from the Lord and you read the scriptures and then, right, you send out encouragements that are inspired by the Spirit and then you do this podcast and you talk about the Lord and try to uplift people. Yet and still, you're dealing with homosexuality. That's what one would say to me. Because on the outside, they don't know what I've been through with the lifestyle. And how I've asked to be delivered. And how I do truly believe that God delivers you. But you do have to walk in it. Because when you're truly delivered from something, those spirits, they really won't even come by you no more. They'll keep, they'll come for for a while, trust me. But once you truly, and I really believe that and I know that, because some things I am truly delivered from. But... When you're not truly delivered and, and you're you're on the fence and you're back and forth and you're teeter-tottering and it's like you want to go left because earthly it does feel good. But yeah, there's some frustration, there's some, some, some circumstances, some situations that's causing pain, maybe some, some heartache, some, some brokenness, some, some emptiness, some rejection, some isolation causing, you know, a lot to build up in your mind. But yet, if we look at it spiritually, we know that it's bigger than what we're really seeing and that out of it has to come something greater than what we're going through. Nobody can live this life and not go through something. Now, I love you guys. And I don't know who really listens to this. So whether it be literally 10 years from now, or 50, or 5 minutes, or 5 days. If you're dealing with something, I don't care what it be. What's the greatest ones they try to use? Murder, steal, kill. Homosexuality. Well, let's talk about adultery. Let's talk about murder in our minds. Let's talk about lust in our eyes and in our hearts. Let's talk about secret hidden skeletons that nobody knows about. If we bring those to the forefront, people would look at everyone different. If we really knew the skeletons 
in people's closets. God knows all of those skeletons, and yet he still uses the people that he chose because he wants them to do what he's placed down on the inside of them to do. He didn't say it was going to be easy. And I'm starting to realize because the Lord told me my life was not going to be a walk in the park and I'm going to have some lonely days and I'm going to be alone like some of the people in the Bible. (laughs) I really sometimes play that back in my head like I remember when I heard the Lord say that. And then last night I laid awake, well this morning because I worked morning shift. I laid awake and and I just remember when this lady at church in in Tupelo, Mississippi um, at Saving Station shouts out to Leandre Leandre Bumpus and Lady Casey Bumpus who I was at church and a lady said, the Lord said, you're a fisher of men. And I didn't understand it then. I mean, I understood like, you know, the scripture in part, but I didn't get it for me because I didn't, I didn't get how I was a fisher of men. And and every day I realized that people are comfortable talking to me. People are comfortable sharing vulnerable things with me and And when I talk back, they're uplifted and and they tell me so. And then I can only say it is only the grace of God because it's so hard to give someone some encouragement and some inspiration when you're so drained yourself. Because you pray for the strength to be able to strengthen somebody else, even though you're feeling low. I don't get why we as humans are like that, but I don't believe that God wants that for us. I've been looking at the last year of my life from June to June. And my birthday's in two days. I'll be 33, and God has been so faithful to me, I must say. Yes, he has. And he's brought me through some things, y'all. And I realize that God does really give us what we ask for. (laughs) And it might not even be good for us. But I swear, he is the father that's going to give you what you have asked for. Sometimes it's not how we want. But sometimes I swear he's going to do it because he has given me so many things that I have asked for. And I mean specifically asked for. Like down to the T. Some of them I was thrilled and happy but then some of them they left me weak they left me 
broken. They left me heartbroken. They left me aching and in pain and feeling unworthy and and feeling useless and (laughs) hopeless. and, And I say, but I ask for that. You have to be careful what you ask for because we ask for them, but then when we truly get them, we don't really want them because it's not what we thought it would be like. And so now you're in a situation where you knew, but you didn't know. It's like you knew, but now you did not know. Somebody's following me and somebody hear me. And if you do, I promise you, God has not, he has not forgotten. And he is not done. And he is still doing what he said he's going to do. And you have to do what you said you're going to do. And you have to do what you've been preparing for. You have to do what the notes told you to do. You have to do what them sermons you was listening to told you to do. You have to do what he said with what to do when he woke you up in the middle of the night. You have to do it. Because if you don't, you're not going to get to the next level. I think I said this a couple podcasts back. You're not getting to your next level without God. You can go do everything under the sun to try to make it work. It's not going to work if it wasn't in his will. Maybe this part of it was in his will, but the next part is not. So you have to go to him to only get the answer because that's where the answer lies. I'm talking today. I love y'all. Be amazing, okay? I love you. Listen.